what we're talking about listening and being uh, in the moment every moment and uh, really having huge ears while we're you know I, while we're playing so uh, the question i have is how how can a musician grow in their listening and openness on stage like to listen and to speak simultaneously and to do it really well and to be honest with it and genuine with it too do y'all have any advice on how to do that or anything that you've learned specifically from people that you could share by doing it over and <laughs> over and over and over and over and over and over and over what? No, there's 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 something to that. I mean, obviously, I've I've probably said that before, but it's it's like uh, I, I think probably for all of us. Um, I mean, I can definitely say for Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick met in Boston. I think I, it was able. To, I was able to personally make mistakes like a lot in in in, in, a, in a setting where cast were like pushing me, you know, uh, and doing it a lot and realizing okay, I should I shouldn't play. I shouldn't play that E over that C minor chord anymore. You know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Uh, you know, when when the drum is doing this, I, maybe I should do this. And but, but just also maybe every once in a while getting called out for it also. And but but doing it over and but being very mindful about what's going on. You know, I, that's 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 the biggest part. And uh, um, I, I mean, I think that's the a short answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what y'all yeah. would, would would add to that. I yeah, mean. I, I agree with that. I always say, ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's a big one. Sure. But, and I also think that inherent in a lot of questions is the answer already. So if the yeah. question is, mm -hmm. uh, how do I listen to all the band, all the members of the band at the same time while I'm playing, listen to all the members of the band while you're playing. Right? Like, it's like you answered the question already. Now you just have to actually give it a shot and keep giving it a shot i know that's not the because you want like a tangible tip um but maybe next time you're at a jam session actually give yourself that objective before you get on stage man i'm gonna i'm gonna try to really first i'm just gonna lock up with the drummer i'm gonna really listen to that ride sim i want to be right in the middle of his beat and then once that feels good and natural i'm gonna open my ears up and see if i can also listen to what the piano player is playing at the same time Okay, now I'm doing that. Now I'm hearing both at the same time. Now can I open them up even large, wider to hear what the soloist is bringing to the table and interact with all that? I think when that is happening, you tend not to be thinking about yourself. That's one thing. You know, you might take observations afterwards. Say, yeah, I wasn't even. I don't even know what I played. I, you know, I know I was. I felt very relaxed. I felt very. My 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 mind was open. My ears were open. Um, you know, I, I guess those might be considered helpful tips, but like Ruben said, you just got to do it. You just got to try it. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say one thing. It just it just came to me because it, it it's uh, I'm I'm in, in I've been incredibly spoiled all my playing career probably, but I just thought about this. Uh, three piano players that I've been able to play with Charles all had the same quality that I feel like I've never really felt not in the same degree with any other all the all the piano players that i played with from jerry allen this is big up to jerry g mm -hmm. from jerry allen to 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 jason and, and 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 gerald all had equally that that thing where you you felt musically that they they heard if you played like a d flat and then you play a c they were like they were there without probably not, they didn't have to look at you. They just, their ears are so large that they can be like, they can, they're, 
but constantly, mm-hmm. always still the air is still there. Even though they could be in there, it could be, mm, mm, and they somehow I changed that note, kind of going that, go change that note to the four or whatever, and it's they're still able to do what they do. That's something really special. So I mean, maybe we shouldn't ask Gerald that question, but, um, but 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 that's a true testament to how you know it's even you know you're in service to the to the whole, like to the sum of the whole. Even if you're playing your own solo, you're playing your, in your own thing. You know what I mean? It's like that's like another level of of uh, a commitment to to listening to to, to others. You know. Um, anyway, so I just. Sometimes with things like this, people forget that like if we're talking about listening, you could practice this in all sorts of creative ways, right? I mean, you can listen to the birds while you're taking a walk and, <laughs> and take note of the direction of their lines. And, and then next thing you know, you're writing pieces like Oliver Messian, you know, but um, that sound is always there for us to tap into. Um, and some of the best musicians I know are really great people and really great listeners and friends because they they take those same skills Mm -hmm. from the bandstand and 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 apply it to to just human interaction or -hmm. just everyday uh, experience Um, and I think as long as we're talking about the importance of transcription of thoroughly investigating this music through the records and going to shows we have to also accept that the music is more than just our translation, right? It's more than just uh, black and white dots on a page. Um, you know, you could transcribe Ron Carter's bass lines, but what about that walk that he took on the way to the gig that inspired <laughs> him to play what he played? Can you transcribe that? Can you hear that? Can you, is it, can you find some evidence of that compared to another gig? What's different? You know, what did Miles Davis eat for breakfast? <laughs> uh, you know, is is this uh, is, is there happiness, sorrow, uh, jealousy? What what are what are the emotions behind the notes? You know, um, and and there may not be a, a, a test for that. There may, may not be a way of, of putting that into a nice, clear education methodology package where you get an A plus at the end of it. Um, but just again, the intention of investigating that music, the music that thoroughly, uh, is is the goal, is the journey, is at least you know, it, is a way to something. Um, so if that's what your intention is, then I, I think just doing it, that's all it is. You know, you'll get you'll get to something. Yeah, I, I mean, I I take a little more of a analytical approach to some things, and and I guess the way I think about. Um, most music and life too is life is just really layered there's so many things that are going on uh, especially in life and especially in the music and so I've kind of come up with these like four kind of things that I think is happening first of all you're playing second of all you're listening third of all you're responding and fourth of all you're just there you're just being so I call it play, listen, respond, and be. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times the instrument itself is going to get in the way of you listening. So that's why you need to do what Gerald says, sit at home, listen to a record, transcribe the record. And I tell cats all the time, it's just like, can you transcribe everything everybody is playing? If I stop the record in the middle, can you sing what the pianist was comping? Can you sing 
the horn line, can you sing what the bass player was playing? Man, you can't do that, man. I'm going to do this on right now. No, no, I got you. Though. <laughs> but, mm. you know, having that level of understanding mm. to where you could split your brain up in the layers. Oof. And mm. Um, mm. to me, playing is like the hardest thing because you're, I can't even imagine. That's why I have so much respect for y'all. I can't even imagine trying to play in tune <laughs> on an instrument with no fret and then still trying to listen to somebody at the same time. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I have it hard enough trying to hit a certain part of the drum set to get a certain sound and mm -hmm. react. So, you know, uh, play, listen, uh, respond, and be. I love it. That's that's great. I mean, you have see you have this other these other things what the, Bob, our our uh, podcast guru, says you have some other things you 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 employ in your your uh, teaching is technical listening, concept, conceptual and spiritual. Yeah. So all your of those pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. So all of the <laughs> all of my pyramids line up together. So uh, when I think about uh, the practice of playing music, you know, you you practice your technique, you practice your concept, you practice your imagination. And then you practice your spirituality. And mm -hmm. if you look, all of those things line up with technique is playing. Mm -hmm. uh, your concept is um, uh, you're listening. Who have you listened to? Where did you develop your concept from? Your imagination is you're responding. How are you responding? Oh, okay, I'm responding this way because my imagination is filtered through how I'm learning how to play the instrument and who I've listened to. Yeah. And then your spiritual concept of B means that none of that matters. <laughs> that's the end of it. You know what I mean? So, you dig? Um, wow. So that's the, just, just the way I've been thinking about it. You that's know, beautiful. I sit at home I love and it. think about stuff. I know. I'm in this cat, man. It's <laughs> geeks. You know? <laughs> well, we, we're going to try and wrap this up a little bit and just, just a couple more questions here. We're going to make it quick. I want one answer from both of you. Just one. Uh -oh. What advice, what musical advice, uh, maybe you know what, what advice, period, would you give your younger self? Oh, man. I mean, my younger self, <laughs> uh, my younger self could have benefited um, from a more disciplined ritual in my, uh, in, in my work. You know, um, when you say in your your your, your in your the practicing practice, okay. and you know the way I, I approach just my relationship with the music was always a combination of work and fun and mostly fun. I mostly like to have fun in the world uh, <laughs> and in life. So I, I I guess an older version of myself was a get get serious young blood. But then again, you know. <laughs> I, I, it's all I'm, right. I'm gonna fun, you, is, I, fun is cool. I'm gonna say, look, I was just, I, I, I mean, I would use. Sorry, sorry, Bob. Uh, I, I would say I, I used to say that yeah. same thing with me because I mean, I was a lazy bummer, <laughs> right? You know, I, mean, I was riding on some natural gifts or whatever, and I didn't have a, I didn't have a regiment, but I was also, you know, I was out, you know, chasing girls and doing all kind of craziness. But I think that's also shaped me into the person I am, and that goes into the music too, right? Yeah, I mean, no you know, it gives you that gives you that little dirt, that little yeah. a little something. I mean, I'm sorry, 
what about you, Kendrick? What, what would you say? What, 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 you don't even know. You're still thinking. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's a hard question, but I would definitely say, you know, uh, love over discipline. When mm-hmm. you love something, you just do it. You just get up and you just shed all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you love it, not because you're trying to be disciplined or every, or anything. And I've, and I've always had a love for it. But I think sometimes I haven't found, um, like Gerald was saying, getting in a routine is actually uh, building you up to the place where you need to be, where you need to be free, where you're trying to get to that free point, but you're not doing the thing that you love enough. And I would just say do it more, like you said, uh, Cass was just saying, how do you do it? Do it again and again and again and again. So I feel like I was doing that um, playing-wise. But my alone time with myself, I should have been doing more. A little more diligent. Yeah, a little yeah. more diligent, mm-hmm. more composing. Yeah. More, Tell me about more it. That, that's probably, that's probably um, what I would do with my younger self, is just, just get, get with that pen a little bit more. How about you, Bob? How about you? Uh-huh. All of what everybody just said, way more <laughs> when I was younger, because I fell into the same thing. You know, you you have some skill. You're a bass player. You're in demand almost immediately. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, practice, I definitely could have practiced way more, even when I was in school to learn how to play music. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really more about the relationships at the moment when I was in school. It was more about hanging out, playing with people, listening to music, and doing all that. And I agree. I don't think I would take that back. To be in a practice room, you know, and be away from life and really get some of the. There you go. Your life experience. You have to be a person. Your life experience is going to your music. I mean, you know, for, for you know, for better for worse. I mean, that's that's why we we revere the the music that we revere. You know, from you know John Coltrane's to Lee Morgan's to the Sonny Clark's to all these people. They they live these little. You know, they weren't going to yoga and drinking organic <laughs> yeah, bee juice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they were living some hard lives. And I went into their music, huh? Sorry. One, one last thing. I, 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 we have the time thing uh, delayed. I didn't mean to interrupt. But one thing I would say, too, is to just not be scared. You know, younger me was definitely way more fearful of what a lot of people thought. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's important. But just, you know, that fear is not helping anything. So to yeah. Yeah. Try you to know put that, that aside and just make music and just be real. And also, really, there's a base for you. Mm. You know, even still to this day, I still have that, you know, where it's like, well, why am I out here when, you know, other cats are out here killing? And I'm just mm. like, you know, then when you realize nobody brings what you bring, mm. then it's that um, that delicate balance of your ego to say, mm. yes, this is what I bring, but not get big headed about it. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, okay, okay, if I keep shedding, you know, maybe I can make a difference in this world and there's a place for what I do versus yeah. me comparing myself to anybody. I didn't mean to go here, but when when do you think, I mean, I think you both of you are so secure in your beings enough to kind of like have figured that part out, to to, to be accepting of of your divine way. I mean, I mean, this is this is away from... I mean, just being because we all know and we all associate with incredible musicians, you know, and everyone and 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 everyone ha- brings to the table their thing. And I think for me, I would be 
I was so stuck in trying to, to, to fit in a mold for a very long time and make sure I did it the, that, that thing for that person as best as I could and then go to this and do this thing and not realizing that actually I'm doing the same thing almost everywhere else. People are calling me because of that thing that I'm doing. Maybe I mm -hmm. might switch it up a little bit. And, um, but um, then also realizing that it's okay that this other person will not call me for my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it being acceptance, being accepting, maybe, maybe because I didn't have to worry about it because I was, my, my calendar was booked anyway, whether or not. But, but it took me a very short time to figure that out. But how much do you think, uh, I think younger musicians got caught up in that, that shoot, you know, they see on Instagram or, or they see that oh, this other person is doing kind of like what you were saying. This other person is doing this. I should be doing that. And right. how much does that seep into into them actually having opportunities to work? You know, opportunities to even just play. You know, with better musicians. I mean, you think that's a thing at all? Some of this sounds like a, a general like life lesson from <laughs> getting older, right? Like you sort of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not. You know, y'all are way older than me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, but, it, you know, I, I do remember, like, that transition into my 30s was mm -hmm. a, a letting go of certain kinds of anxiety, oh, yeah? certain insecurities that, um, you know, this, this feeling of, like, well, I, I want to control or shape the way that I'm perceived in the world and what opportunities I get because, of, I, because I relate to them, I love them, I want them. You know, I, the more time passes, I think the less you just naturally care and you sort of surrender a bit, you know, mm, it sounds a bit like true. giving up, but then again, it's, there's a freedom involved. It's like, Oh, cool. I don't have to worry about this. Like I, I'll just do me. Yeah. Um, and, and continue to try to do my best, try to serve the music as best I can and see what comes my way, you know, and not trip on the fact that the person next to you, their stars lined up a little differently, you know? Mm. And, um, Time. Yeah, I, I think part of it is just just experience, just just getting older yeah. and and mm -hmm. failing, you know, and and going going through failures and realizing, well, that didn't hurt too bad. I wiped out, but I'm still alive, you know. <laughs> I'll get back out there. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, one of the best things that always takes me out of whatever I'm in my head is if somebody somebody's grandmother comes up after the gig and say, baby, that was some great music. Mm. Wow. And that, to me, is like the pinnacle of mm. all of it. Because really, when you think about it, when you're mostly saying, well, I should be doing this and I should be doing that, it's mostly compared to musicians. Mm. <laughs> and not even compared to like your grandma <laughs> or, or somebody. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, when the audience comes up and it's just like, I mean, all of us experience this, right? You play your worst gig, mm. and somebody's like, baby, that was so deep, I cried. Yeah. And then mm. I have to be like, you know what? It's not about this other bull that I'm trying to do, that I'm trying to get to on, you know what I mean? It's how we're uh, spending the time and being vulnerable. You know, um, Wayne Shorter says it takes courage to be happy. You know what I mean? It takes courage to to get into that mindset where you're not out to please the musicians, but you're out to send a message to people and, and play good music. Preach. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, fellas, Bob, this has been a great one. Yeah. Thank you all for all of you uh, who are just tuning in in the last like,
three seconds of this podcast because you know it's based on it's Kendrick Scott, great drummer, composer, and band leader, and the great Gerald Clayton speaking here, and uh, they dropped some beautiful uh, wisdom on us on this on on upright citizens, and I'm thank you all who sat through this journey, uh, and thank you for being with us in all of our our podcast and Bob thank you for being over there in St. Louis I know it's kind of earlier there uh what was that 10 11 o'clock in the morning well it's six o'clock here <laughs> and uh, we about to have a good meal and wine in a second I'm just saying y'all y'all, y'all can hate y'all can hate. it's cool anyway well always always a big up to Mr. Ruben Rogers too I mean he you won't say oh, it himself but this is the man right here so thank you Ruben as always thank you so much Gerald and Kendrick as well for beautiful conversation. Great to hear your thoughts and thanks so much for the time. Enjoy y'all's time in Belgium. Beautiful music. Thanks, man. Y'all be cool. All right. Peace.